right to tell us how to worship So let's tell the government to get up out of churches We ain't choking no more Tell them my hopes in the Lord The time for speaking is past It's time to open the doors You ain't got no right to tell us how to worship So let's tell the government to get up out of service We ain't choking no more Tell them my hopes in the Lord The time for speaking is past So let's reopen the doors Hello. It says I have one person watching, so whoever you are, make yourself known to me, please. Anyway, guys, as usual, you know, I stopped that side scroller thing on the bottom. I feel like it looks cheap, and we're already running like this isn't wood. This is. Did you hear that? That's the wall behind it. This is fabric. It's, we're already running a pretty cheap operation, as it is. Laura was the one. No, it's it jumped up to 10 right after I said that. But anyway, guys, as you know, I'm bro. Here's the thing on Instagram. Devastator48 on Twitter. Also, bro, here's the thing on Truth Social. You know what I don't like about Truth Social? This is just ad hoc. You don't tweet. You don't post... Uh, a status. You just tell truths. And I feel like we shouldn't be so loose with the word truth. So you just, your tweet is called a truth. So look at all these truths from Donald Trump. I'm not a big fan of the word truth as like a standard for what it means when you write because truth is objective so anyway uh but but yeah go find me on truth social i have zero followers uh but i went on there just so i could follow donald trump so hi guys what's up and i know maybe you're interested in the title tonight uh about the new virus being here but i'm actually going to talk about the second thing in the title first which is my response to a christian blogger who took to social media to say everyone who's defending um, Kanye West's or Ye's anti-Semitic remarks is just like a leftist. And um, we're going to take a look at that article and, uh, I mean, see if he's right. Uh, you know, I was heavily critical of him. Um, really, really laid it on uh, pretty thick on him. And uh, he did respond to me finally and say, well, I'd rather be soft than have your hardened heart. So I have a hardened heart. I mean, you can take the implications of that as you wish. Uh, in the Bible, a hardened heart means that you're not saved. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to say that of him. Um, but, but it is noted that I needed to do a heart check. And so, guys... Were, I mean, there may have been people just outright defending um, Kanye West. I don't know. Uh, Christians even. But, um, I mean, I'm not outright defending him. But here's, here's, here's the issue with, with Kanye West and all the craziness going on with him. Um, he appeared in a Balenciaga mask. Uh at one point, he even, uh, like, he says he stands with Balenciaga and says that uh, the owner's being framed. Now, that's really interesting stuff. So, um, basically, Samuel Say posted a 45-second clip last week, and then he said, Kanye West is being anti-Semitic. And basically, the response is... No, um, he basically said, I love everybody over and over again. And he has continually said, even though he has been saying anti-Semitic remarks that he loves Jews. Now, if you guys know about the political commentator, Mark Dice, he's pretty far right. Very hilarious, very, uh, vocal and, uh, um, harsh. And he said that Kanye, what Kanye West did here was dumb. And so that's, that's fair. I take... Mark, if Mark Dice says it was dumb, um, based on some of the stuff that I've seen him do, you know, uh, maybe it, maybe it, maybe it wasn't the best thing for him to do. But basically, what 
what Kanye West is doing is uh, denying the Holocaust, which, uh, you know, saying that there's uh, six million Jews uh, weren't killed. Uh, obviously, extremely controversial topic, but check this out. I would put forward that it is not anti-Semitic to deny the Holocaust if you really believe it. Is it factually incorrect? Well, that would be the argument, right? So we have to look at these things and say, hey, uh, you know, he doesn't believe something happened. That doesn't mean he hates Jews. It means that he doesn't believe that something horrendous happened to them, right? Now, obviously the controversy started, what, like a month or two ago? You know what? Let's just, um, this is not, oh, my bad. Um, obviously... This uh, started a month or two ago, and uh, when he basically was talking about rich, powerful, elite Jewish people, uh, which, by the way, the the people at the top of this scheme are always either uh, atheists or Satanists. Uh, so the, even though they're ethnically Jewish, they're not. Um, they don't actually like believe the Bible, right? They don't believe the Old Testament even. And so that's what we have to look through a filter for is, is, um, is, 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 is there something true in there that we don't want to hear? And so basically, uh, in one of Kanye West's interviews, he said that, uh, you know, everyone wants to criticize him and bring up the Holocaust when he talks about these Jewish elites that control you when you're in Hollywood he said basically especially if you're black right something like that um, uh, and he said that uh, no one wants to um, talk about the Holocaust that's happening right now which which is 65 million babies have been murdered in America so he kind of uh, a precursor to this crazy Alex Jones interview was that he had been maybe baiting people into this discussion and then saying, Hey, uh, America killed 65 million babies. Um, no one wants to talk about that Holocaust. Um, so it almost seems like by the time he got to the Alex Jones interview, he was going to just do whatever he wanted, um, and have his, uh, his, his sidekick Nick Fuentes on there, which is another interesting character, uh, who has some very offensive views. But anyway, by the time he got on there, um, it, uh, it seemed like he was just trying to be as offensive as possible. And so at one point he literally says, I love Hitler. And, and you know what? Like, I, (laughs) oh man, like, here's the problem. You can, you know, you can challenge numbers of, of deaths you can look into those things and you can explore that or you should be allowed to. But this whole like Hitler was actually a hero shtick um, is clearly not going to fly. There's there's no chance that he was a good guy. You might even take the stance that none of them are good guys during World War II. That's a respectable stance. Um, I have never read this book, but what's it called? The Hiding Place or The Secret Place, The Hiding Place by Corey Ten Boom about her time in a concentration camp. Uh, I do not believe her to be a liar. Um, these people went through horrendous things. And so to just kind of say, oh, well, like to just flip it completely on its head and say that Hitler's the good guy, that's, that's crazy talk. So anyway, we're going to look at his article and see what he said. Um, and uh, let's check it out. So it's called anti-Semitic conservatives and anti-white leftists. Kanye has proved that many conservatives do not hate woke ideology because they hate sin. They hate woke ideology because they hate leftists. And I guess that that's me. It's become clear that for some conservatives, the only problem with wokeness is that it calls white people the biggest parasites in society instead of Jews. And so... uh even though Kanye West said repeatedly that he loves the Zionists who try to control him and wants the best for them, uh, apparently he was calling them parasites. So here's what I think's happening with Samuel. 
I don't think Samuel like knows the the structuring of society. I don't think like maybe maybe it's because he's like not originally from North America. I don't know how long the man has lived in North America. I don't. Um but it's like he doesn't know um who who's at the top of every Hollywood company and who's at the top of every bank. Um to say that these people are ethnically Jewish, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, um, is is a statement of fact, right? So the people signing uh, black uh, celebrities up f- for these contracts are often ethnically ethnically Jewish. So that's not a point of contention. That's simply a statement of fact guys um so (sighs) yeah look check it out so if you are a conservative who defends kanye's anti-semitic words the only difference between you and anti-white woke people is that you're maybe a bigger hypocrite now we're going to get into his hypocrisy soon um, because he's calling people uh, a hypocrite. And uh, I believe that uh, this man might be one of the most hypocritical Christian bloggers walking around right now. So, um, uh, let's see here. After weeks of sharing anti-Semitic words on social media and on several interviews... Kanye with a black Balenciaga mask can make sure right so here's the thing right everyone all of a sudden uh um yeah so Laura just saying what's up this is a quote from Laura so you can't get mad at me for saying it Jewish Kabbalists a lot of them who definitely don't follow the God of the Bible yeah they I I think the Kabbalah, isn't that the one where uh, uh, the God of the universe who took on human flesh, Jesus, is uh, boiling in human feces for eternity now? Isn't that the book? So so if they believe the Kabbalah, uh, that's what they believe about your Savior. So that's like a big problem for me, right? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Anyway... After weeks of sharing anti-Semitic words on social media and on several interviews, yeah, Kanye, with a Balenciaga mask, appeared on Alex Jones. I like how everyone knows what Balenciaga is now, right? Everyone just knows what it is. Everyone knows about the occult imagery. How come... Why don't you go into that, Samuel? Why don't you look into that stuff? Why don't you look... Why don't you look into... All this disgusting artwork, all this gross artwork that's out there from all these companies, from all these fashion designers, why don't you look at a statistic of uh, who owns a lot of these companies and who's at the top of these companies? Maybe, uh, you know, maybe you wouldn't think Kanye is so uh, anti-Semitic or his words are so anti-Semitic if you actually like thought about what you're, why you're even bringing up the Balenciaga mask and all these disgusting, disgusting art exhibits and these disgusting fashion designs and, and who owns those and who's at those events, right? So think about it. Why are you even bringing up Balenciaga? That would be a road to go down to. That would actually maybe even confirm some things that Kanye West thinks. Not about the Holocaust, but about maybe like the pe- maybe like the people who are at the top of it, or at the top of these um, companies, right? And so, here's like anti-Semitic words. Uh, how about this? Um, if I announce this stuff and I talk about this stuff, the people at the top of my banking system will freeze my bank account. But I'm going to do it anyway. And then his bank account's frozen. Weird, man. So anyway. 
<sighs> and then he shared more anti-Semitic words on Alex Jones's show. So here's the problem, guys. Um, the biggest concern was that uh, Samuel posted a 45-second clip in which um, Kanye West did not say anything, anything anti-Semitic, and then proceeded to say that uh, um, he did so. In that clip, like the clip that he chose, you could have found a much better clip, uh, is all I'm saying, Samuel. So next time be slow to think um, and uh, do the work first. So um, Kanye repeatedly mocked Jews like Ben Shapiro and Israel's former prime minister. Uh, I, I listened to the entire three hour episode and I don't remember him even bringing up, uh, Ben Shapiro and, um, that it's, it's possible that I'm wrong. I don't, I don't know. I'm not calling him a liar on this one. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember Ben Shapiro coming up, uh, but he might have. And the Benjamin Netanyahu thing, uh, was the cringiest thing I've ever seen. So how he mocked, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was he had a net so like here let me just um he had like a, like a like a little like a butterfly catching net and this drink that's like chocolate flavored drink it's not milk that's called y y Yahoo or Yohoo or something so he was doing this like high-pitched voice and, and making the net talk and saying that that was Netanyahu. So really, again, weird. Mm, probably not the right thing to do, mm, but not anti-Semitic at all. Um, like, if you're going to be specific with your terms, that's not anti-Semitism. It's mocking him, and that's wrong, but it's not anti-Semitism. This is, and like, so here's the thing that, that, here's my problem with this article is you're saying that the people defending Kanye are like, are like, are like, are like, um, leftists. But what you did was say any criticism or any mocking, um, Check out who performed the first transgender reassignment, what country, and the year. It will blow your mind. Um, yeah, no, you're not allowed to. <laughs> you're not allowed to talk about that stuff, man. Anyway, I'll, I'm gonna post your comment, bro. Uh, just give me a minute. I don't want to get distracted. So, so he says any mocking of um of 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 any Jewish person is anti-Semitic. That's kind of what I'm getting here. Um, but don't we hate stuff where it's like, if you criticize a black person, it's racist. Isn't that, aren't you doing the same thing, Samuel? It seems like what you're doing. So this guy, Clownadian, Clownadian News, he says, brother, check out who performed the first transgender reassignment. What country and the year? It will blow your mind. Um... Do you want to type it in the con? Are you? Do you want to be brave and type it in the comment section? Cause I'll, I'll post it. I will. Um. Yeah, and so Laura's saying, weird how the word anti-Semitic has become only about Jews. There are many Semitic nations, including the Palestinian Christians. Ooh, good point. Good point. So anyway, um. Uh, anyway, yeah, like, see, so he's got some, like, and then he does some quotes of, of, of Kanye that I don't think are defensible. I, I agree. They're not great. Uh, Kanye repeatedly mocked Jews. Uh, oh yeah. And then he defended and complimented Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. Uh, Kanye said, and his name is Ye now. Stop dead naming him. I'm, I'm just kidding. Anyway, I see good things about Hitler said Kanye or yay every human being has something of value that they brought to the table 
right? And you go, oh, that's not that bad. And then he goes, especially Hitler. And it's like, okay, this is where you get to the point where I'm like, we can't defend you, yay, right? And then he said, I like Hitler. Uh, the Nazis did good things too. We're going to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. Um, you know, and like, ugh. I don't know, I don't even know what good things he's talking about. He talked about roads and inventing microphones or something. I don't know anything about that. I don't, I don't know anything about it. He said, Dave Chappelle does not believe in God and does not believe in Jesus. These are the kind of black leaders that the Zionists put in front of us. Okay, so now when he says Zionist, obviously he's talking about these elite Jewish people. I, I don't understand why you think that that's anti-Semitic rhetoric. The Jews who don't believe in Christ hate Jesus, Samuel. They hate Jesus. And if they believe the Kabbalah, they believe he's burning forever in human waste. Like, get it together. By the way, I just want to establish that I am a premillennialist. I believe a future restoration of Israel and that God will fulfill his promises to the Israeli people. So, like, but without Christ, you're capable of the greatest evil. And when you have tons of money at your disposal, you're capable of even more evil. So what's the problem here? I don't know. Maybe people are going to, maybe people are going to have to talk to me after this. Cause I, I, I'm still more mad at Samuel say than I am at Kanye. Cause I expect more from, from someone I think is actually saved. Um, so he says the Nazis did good things too. We're going to stop it. Oh yeah. Dave Chappelle. Okay. I don't like the word evil next to Nazis. I love Jewish people, people, but I also love Nazis. So that is that anti-Semitic. Um, it's kind of misguided and wrong, but it's not anti-Semitic and it's not anti-Jewish either. There are a lot of things I love about Hitler. A lot of things. Yeah, see, it's not great. Like, I can't defend all of this. Germans had a really cool leader at one time. So here's the here's where, like, when he says little things like that, I'm like, man, are you trolling, yay? Like, are you, are you really just trying to point something out here? Um, like, what are you, what are you up to? Because... There's no way that you could be walking around thinking that as a black person. Um, um, there's no way that you could think that. Like, do you know that... I'm pretty sure this is factually true that Hitler thought, like, black people were, like, a subhuman species almost, right? So it's not... You shouldn't think Hitler's a good guy. Pretty sure he's still a bad guy. Pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure. 99%. Oh, no, he did post it. Clownadian. Well, let's read it out loud. I'm doing it. I don't know if this is true. Look it up yourself, guys. Rudolf Dorkin, Little Dora, Richter, 1922, by Magnus Hirschfeld in Berlin. Then later in 1930, she underwent me by Dr. Levy Lenz. And I wonder what you're going to say about the ethnicity or the um, cultural background of those guys performing those um, surgeries. That might be something to look into. Um, I don't really want to get into it because I don't know how to frame it in a way where I, it makes me sound pro-Hitler because I'm not. But it's there was weird stuff going on in Germany after World War One, guys. Really weird stuff, and you're not allowed to talk about it, or you're anti-Semitic. He says Hitler seems like a cool guy, and he didn't kill six million Jews. That's like factually incorrect. So, saying he seems like a cool guy is not cool. I don't like that. That's bad. Um, there is the magic number of six million. And you're not allowed to challenge that. You're not allowed to even bring it down to 5 million. Um, or you're still anti-Semitic. You're not allowed to look at the numbers and, and figure anything out for yourself. If it's not 6 million, you're a Holocaust denier. And so, like, I haven't actually even done the work on that. I'm too scared to, honestly. I just don't, I don't want to do it. 
I don't want, I don't want to look into this, this number of 6 million because I just, if it's wrong, then the baggage is too much. And I, I just don't want to be called a Nazi. So I just, I just ignore this one completely because I just, I don't want to look into it. I don't, I don't want to look into the number. I don't. Um, Kanye also said Jews control banks, control history books and control the porn industry. Uh, he said that, Hey, and like, where's your, where's your rebuttal for, for Jews controlling banks? Like, I mean, like what do you have? Do you have like a counter argument to, to, I don't know about, uh, history books in the porn industry. Um, um, you know, uh, like I don't for sure. I've heard some things, but like, um, you, you don't think that like a lot of Jewish people control the bank banking system. Samuel is that, is that, is that honestly what your position is? Because then you don't know anything about the banking system. You have no concept of of international banking. You don't know anything. If you do, factually dispute that. Go research it yourself instead of calling someone anti-Semitic because he said that Jews control lots of banks. <laughs> Jeez. He also suggested Jews are pedophiles and murderers. I don't I don't remember that. I mean he might yeah, he probably did. And I again, these are what is it? Is the is the term pejorative? Wow. Um check this out. Clownadian says Cl- Clownadian, you're freaking me out, bro. He says, I don't understand it. People should be happy if they found out that less people died. Wow, look at this comment, too. Same guy. Research into this topic. Oh, research into this topic is what brought me to Jesus Christ. That's a really interesting story. Um, you should um, you should message me on Facebook about it and just tell, tell me your story, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested. Um, oh, sorry, I should have done this a while ago. My bad. Okay, so... His his stance, I guess, then, is that Jews do not control banks. Okay, Sam. Tough sell. <laughs> like, anyway. Furthermore, since Kanye is supposedly running for the 2024 presidential election, his campaign manager, Nick Fuentes, another anti-Semitic conservative, was also at the InfoWars interview. Kanye also suggested he's influenced by Louis Farrakhan, the anti-Semitic leader of the Nation of Islam. Well, okay. So Nation of Islam is an Islamic cult, kind of like Jehovah Witnesses are for Christianity, right? So they're like Islam, but not at all. And then, yeah, like, of course they hate Jews. Anything with the word Islam in it is like anti-Jew, right? Like... That just kind of comes with the territory. Now, it's amazing because um, Louis Farrakhan told his his people uh, that they should get vaccinated no matter what. Or that they shouldn't get vaccinated no matter what. No matter what the cost. He said, do not let them inject you under any circumstances. So, I mean, he's got more backbone than some people. Right? Right, Sam? So, that's that's an issue in of itself. So, anyway, um, shortly after the interview, Kanye posted an image of a swastika inside the Star of David, prompting Elon Musk to suspend him from Twitter. Now, you know what's amazing about that? Um, and, like, there's, like, a whole thing with the swastika that, like, predates Hitler, and it's, like, really crazy, and it goes back thousands of years i saw an ancient coin with a swastika on it and there's a crazy theory behind it but it's being explored right now by people way smarter than me um uh, 
let's see. Sorry, I'm droning on and on. Um, okay. The swastika inside a star of David. It wasn't the the rolling swastika, we'll call it. It's the flat on one, which is like used in like different religions and stuff. <sighs> Not good religions, false ones, sure, but Whatever, whatever Kanye West was up to, it's like, I don't know if he believes half of the things he's saying, honestly. I mean, he could, I guess, but it just seems, it seems like he's up to something weird, right? So anyway, whatever. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that that was a good thing, but basically, even if that's the case, his point is, is that, um, the Jews, uh, the, the, the people that fly the star of David currently, Sin isn't all one ethnicity. That is a problem. I would not defend Kanye Ye on this. I have seen too many people being negative on Jewish people. I get it, Katie. Now, I'm trying... Look, look. This is a hard topic to go into because it's immediately... It makes your gut turn into knots and you don't want to deal with it. Okay. Israel had one of the most brutal and militant COVID vaccination policies on the planet. Full tilt, dystopian, totalitarian, and brutal. They have like a 99-something percent vaccination rate in Israel because they were enforcing the tracker thing where your, your, your phone is red and you literally couldn't go anywhere. You... We're done. Quarantined to your house. Israel acted the most like Hitler of almost any country on the planet. So think about that. Right? Israel was brutal to their own people. Israel treated... Israel treated the Jews, the Israeli government treated Jewish Israelis like the Nazis did. They locked them in their houses, restricted their movement, and then forced experiments on them. That's, right? I'm sorry, I'm not mad at you, Katie, or anything. I I, I love you, and I'm glad that you're trying to make sure that I don't say anything too stupid. Um, but anyway, uh, like woke, listen to this one, man. Like woke people who deny that critical race theory is anti-white, some conservatives deny that Kanye's words are anti-Semitic. Some conservatives on social media also defended Kanye's words by appealing to his right to freedom of speech. Well, no, so I would appeal to his right to freedom of speech, um, uh, and you're allowed you're allowed to write an article saying that he's wrong, but you have to just be like factually correct. Listen to this. That, however, is a pathetic. I bet it felt really good when he wrote out the word pathetic. Uh, that, however, that, however, is a pathetic example of a red herring fallacy. If these, so wait, is a pathetic example of a red herring fallacy, um, like a bad example of a red herring fallacy? I assume you mean that it's a good example of a red herring fallacy. Anyway, moving on. If these shameful conserv shameful conservatives really believe freedom of speech justifies anti-Semitism, then why haven't they appealed to freedom of speech to justify anti-white ideology? Um, because, Samuel, the critical race theory rhetoric is do not allow white people in these spaces. What does that imply? It implies a threat. You're restricting people. They want to restrict white people's access to things. And what's the threat? Violence? So that's not a freedom of speech issue. That's a call to action. The whole problem with critical race theory is that it's all essentially a call to action to treat white people like second-class citizens and do violence to them if they try to defend themselves. That's why it's different. Kanye West has not called for violence towards anybody. That's the difference. You don't understand freedom of speech, obviously, at all, sir. So, 
Anyway, that, however, okay, we're good. The answer is simple. They're hypocritical liars. Why? Wow. They know we can support freedom of speech and denounce hateful thinking at the same time. They know supporting freedom of speech and denouncing anti-Semitism are not mutually exclusive. Hold on. They know supporting freedom of speech and denouncing anti-Semitism are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, well, I mean, the problem is that you're still accusing him of anti-Semitism. And I really don't think he was being anti-Semitic. I mean, like I say, man, saying you love Hitler is pretty stupid. I get that. I agree. But liking Hitler and not believing that the Jews went through the Holocaust isn't anti-Semitic if you believe it. It's just factually wrong, right? Yeah, so, Katie... Listen, um, I met a Holocaust survivor who was small because she was food deprived when she was in. Yeah, listen, look, I understand. I know that. I know what you're saying. Sorry, I'll read her comment. Um, I think in Australia there were people put in camps, were they not? Yeah, China put people in camps too. But if you don't, like, um... I believe people were getting arrested in Israel, and if they weren't, it's just because they were so compliant, right? It was it was the threat of all of that. It's just the coverage on Israel wasn't there like Australia, I think. Sorry, I didn't read your whole comment. I'm sorry. Look, like, I get it. The point is this, is that in 2020 and on, they are not doing they're not doing extermination the same way that the Nazis did. That's not what's happening anymore. They're doing it by getting you to take something willingly. Excuse me. Getting you to take something willingly that kills you by convincing you you need it. That's what they're doing now. Right? So it's like um now we just have the Judas goat leading the other goats to the slaughter, right? That's just what we have now. If you don't know what a Judas goat is, it's trained and it's trained to be the leader. And then it leads all the other goats down a chute and then it gets spared and that's where they all get slaughtered. It gets them all wrangled together. It's called the Judas goat. So now we just have key Judas goats called Hollywood celebrities, uh, which goes back to the whole like who's at the top of the hollywood uh food chain right so it's just a circle <sighs> anyway i'm a hypocritical liar i guess um anyway the reason why they're defending kanye's words isn't because they love freedom of speech they're defending kanye words because they love anti-semitism <laughs> oh man obviously i don't uh, i don't think you should be anti-semitic for what it's worth, unless Kanye threatens or incites violence, I don't think his social media account should be suspended. Freedom of speech includes freedom of hate speech. Okay, cool. Suspending his social media accounts might actually press him into a more destructive echo chamber. Nevertheless, it's not just conservatives who are defending Kanye. I would be disappointed, though, not entirely surprised, if Christless conservatives were the only conservatives defending Kanye. However, some Christian conservatives are defending Kanye. With a Bible in front of him, Kanye referenced Christian values as a basis for his anti-Semitism. How dare you? Ah, whatever, man. This is ridiculous. You know what? I'll tell you what. You go watch the article yourself and you be the judge, okay? Kanye referenced Christian values. Yeah, okay. But instead of being disgusted by this, some professing Christians, including some of my own followers made it known that they're more interested in defending Kanye than defending Christ. One of the most despicable reactions to Kanye's anti-Semitic words came from the founder and CEO of Gab, Andrew Torba. Yeah, like, I don't care. Um, you can go check out this article on Slow to Write. Uh, don't go harass the man. Um, I, I, the people that listen to me probably wouldn't do that anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you can go read the rest of the article. Anyway... Here's the problem, guys, uh, with this whole thing he's doing. Um, like, Samuel, I'm sure you're a great dude, man. Okay, I, you know, 
I, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're awesome guy in person. And, um, you've, you've said a lot of the right things throughout your, um, online career. So props for that. Here's the, here's the problem, dude. Um, you know, you're talking about how you're a pro-life advocate all the time. And I've told you this on your Facebook, I'm sure cut deep, but remember that when your life was inconvenienced, Right. And, and that's what we're going to call it because it was just an inconvenience for now because eventually the ability to travel came back for the unvaccinated. Right. So out of convenience and timing, you took COVID shots so that you could go get married. Now, here's the problem. Um, experimentation on human embryos harvested through the process that we would call abortion. Yes. You took shots that were developed using aborted fetal tissue. Uh, I don't know if there's aborted fetal tissue in the COVID shots. I can't remember anymore. It's all a blur to me now. But um, but uh, you put that in your body so you could get what you wanted, right? Remember that. You have an article about it, and you justified it by saying, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And so... You could go back on your values on something that you said you didn't want to put in your body just so that you could go get what you wanted. Um, realistically, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I understand that a wife is way better than any other thing. And I'm, I'm happy you're married now. Like, I'm sure she's a great lady. Okay. So I want to, like, I understand why you wanted to get married, but at the end of the day, uh, I know someone that got vaccinated so he could go indoor skydiving. And at, and at the end of the day, um, it comes down to level of inconvenience. You were inconvenienced more, but you just wanted something that you couldn't have at that time unless you did something and capitulated with evil. Now, I have taken the stance that people got the COVID shots. Oh, Okay. People got the COVID shots out of, um, out of ignorance. That's different than knowing it's evil, knowing the agenda is evil, knowing that there's human experimentation going on to make it. And then you still injected it in your body to get what you wanted. I would call that sinful. So don't talk to me about being a hypocrite and all this stuff. You are a pro-life advocate. That's what it says on your Facebook page. And you injected stuff into your body that was made experimenting on dead babies. So you lose all credibility until you repent, man. Sorry. You do. End of discussion. Anyway, moving on. Um, guys, so the new contagion is here. And I want to show you this. First of all, I want to give you a little intro. Oh. I want to give you a little intro from, from our boy, Alex Jones, because he's the one that brought this to my attention. And, uh, Oh, that's Facebook. Oh, is it there? Yeah, there it is. Um, where? Oh no. Hold on a second guys. Oh yeah. I've got them all. Okay. I'm going to close that one. All right. So let's just hit this intro. I'm going to lay out the huge news right now. But I want to give people some basic history of why I know about this from researching what's happened over and over again, not just with criminal elements in our government, but other governments and private corporations that operate kind of like Spectre does in James Bond, creating disasters. So this is just another example of... Um, it seems like Alex Jones predicts the future, but he doesn't. Um, it's just that... He's on it so quick uh, and reads all their stuff, all the globalist agenda stuff that it seems like he's project, pr predicting the future, but he doesn't. So check this out. Creating plagues, creating huge crises that their corporate subsidiaries, because they control the media, make money off of. Now that's a hypothetical James Bond script, but it's the real world. And Ian Fleming, who was number two in the OSS and then MI6, before he died, basically said, no, these are real scenarios that we've wargamed. A lot of this has actually happened. So understand, he's talking about wargaming, right? What's he getting to? 
So you've got these organizations that want power and control and money to consolidate control. And they want to stage attacks. They want to stage wars. They want to release bioweapons. They want to crash energy markets. They want to uh, steal pension funds. They want to crash currencies. Everything George Soros is famous for. But they need to be able to be seen as the saviors when they do it, and they need control of the federal police in any nation they're doing it to. Example is our corrupt, captured Justice Department. So people ask, Ask, why would the Rockefeller Foundation in 2011? Okay. Hey, do you know? Uh, never mind. Lay out the exact blueprint of what they did in 2000, 2001, 2002. You read that document. People, people find these clips. They've got hundreds of millions of views. You've seen them. Where I go, and they're going to lock things down. You're going to wear a mask, and they're having forced injections. They're going to have an ID on your smartphone, and they're going to... And people like, Jones, is, he's just psychic, or he's Nostradamus, or he's one of them. Uh, no, I read their public report and a bunch of other reports. So you ask, well, why on earth would they admit what they're going to do and then do tabletop exercises months before they release the virus in 2019, early 2020. Now, are you guys tracking with him? So basically what he's talking about is, um, you remember the event 201 video? Well, they've released a new one and he's going to show us that, but I found highlights from it on YouTube. So I'm actually just going to skip to that when he starts showing it. But if you're tracking, his point is, is that they've made a new virus video and a pandemic response video. Because they've got all these bureaucrats and all these people that just follow orders that are going to have to run all this once it happens. So they've got to drill them and make sure they're going to follow orders. And they're so unconscious, they don't even put two and two together that it's a war game. A war game isn't just a war game. It's an attack plan. That's why former head of defense intelligence, former top national security advisor said a year and a half ago, when we released our analysis three hours long on SPARS 2025-2028. And he said, Jones has cracked the code. This spot. So notice the footage. This is a fictional scenario. Mars operation. Again, John Hopkins, the UN, Bill Gates, all the normal suspects. Is the blueprint battle plan to execute this. So if you're listening to this, uh, you can't see the footage. But he's showing footage from this new video. So I'm going to just skip ahead. And I'm going, or not skip ahead. But I'm going to jump to, let's see. Let's look at the event 201 video because it's been a while and we want a refresher. So remember, this came out, uh, what, like a month or two before uh, COVID hit? Notice the music. Notice the music. On average, the WHO responds to 200 epidemic events each year. We need to prepare for the event that becomes a pandemic. It began in healthy looking pigs. So remember, this is fictional. Okay, this is fictional. Month. And this is filmed in two, or this was released in 2019. Perhaps years ago, a new coronavirus spread silently within her. Remember Earth. that? Gradually, farmers started getting sick. Infected people got a respiratory illness with symptoms ranging from mild flu-like signs to severe pneumonia. The sickest required intensive care. Many died. Experts agree, unless it is quickly controlled, it could lead to a severe pandemic, an outbreak that circles the globe and affects people everywhere. Pandemic Emergency Board has been convened to respond to the CAPS pandemic. Look, they even had a fun acronym for it, CAPS. The mission of the Pandemic Emergency Board is to provide recommendations to deal with the major global challenges arising in response to an unfolding pandemic. The board is comprised of highly experienced leaders from business, public health, and civil society. We could be so keep in mind, I think, I think these are all actors, right? We're looking at double the number of cases in one week and 16 times as many in a month if we are not able to stop the spread. That would be on the order of half a million cases, and it would continue to rise exponentially. 
In three months, we could be approaching 10 million cases. We're at the start of what's looking like it will be a severe pandemic. And there are problems emerging that can only be solved by global business and governments working together. GNN update, I love that. We have known about caps-like viruses in animals and people for decades, but have not been successful at developing a licensed vaccine. And sure, there are new technologies that may help, but it's going to be difficult. See, so look, they're even telling us in this fake video that they didn't have a vaccine made yet, which is also fake, right? And that, oh, we're going to have to work on this stuff. I am not optimistic about having a vaccine in time to be relevant during this pandemic. Look at that. Remember that? Remember hearing all that stuff after from from the not, well, they're actors, but they're not actors, right? So the policy crisis in question for this board in this meeting is this. How should governments, business, and international organizations allocate and distribute pandemic antivirals and medical supplies to the people who need the most? What we've seen work uh, very well in the HIV field is, in fact, procurement through the... Oh, government. look! A fake guy from Johnson & Johnson. That's interesting. So having a centralized mechanism, so financial, financially able to procure on behalf of affected countries... Okay, let's, let's, let's skip ahead. I want to see some stuff here. Let's see what we got. Maybe it's too boring, honestly. Oh, look, another fake news article. Let's check it out. GNN Anchor. While some countries have banned travel from the worst affected areas. As a result, the travel sector is taking a huge hit. Travel wow. bookings are down 45% and many flights have been cancelled. Remember when that happened? A ripple effect is racing through the... Keep in mind, this is fictional, but this all happened. ...service sector. Governments that rely on travel and tourism as a large part of their economies are being hit particularly hard. They sure are, buddy. How should national leaders, businesses, and international organizations balance the risk of worsening disease that would be caused... Anyway, you get the point. This is agenda to, or this is event 201, and now we're going to look at the next one. Um, hold on, I'll get it up here. Uh, right here, bam. So let's check this one out, man. Let's check out this craziness. So, remember that music from Event 201? Remember what it sounded like? It's not the same, but it's like ominous. Ooh. Catastrophic, catastrophic contagion, a global challenge exercise. 23 October 2022. Uh oh, what does this mean? Uh, based on the timeline, uh, the new virus has already been released. And look, GNN again. GNN breaking news. Officials in two Latin American countries alerted the WHO of several outbreaks of a new infectious disease that's mysteriously appearing across the region. Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025. Over the past... Oh, now, what have you been hearing about lately? What's that one? And it's been around, but what? what's hitting all the kids really hard? RSV, right? RSV's the one. Weird, it's a respiratory illness. And it's ripping through the population of children right now. How do you think your immune system would handle that if you have two COVID shots in you or four COVID shots in you and you have no immune system left? I, I don't I don't even want to talk about it because I believe that this next one is meant to target children, so that's deeply concerning. Oh, six weeks alone, there have been 500 confirmed or suspected cases reported. The virus could cause a severe pandemic if early containment and mitigation efforts are not successful. The pandemic in this type of situation and trend would be a risk for the global health security. Pandemics are inherently political, financial, and so much broader. We have not spoken on the leadership in the country. And I think that we need to be also very careful. We cannot decide a lot of things 
without the leaders be involved and agree on that. There is no substitute for national leadership. It's important to support the local response or the national response. Training those that are in these areas first, enabling them with the tools, protecting them, and if... So remember, this is a fictional scenario. It needs to be regional solidarity first. At this stage, communication is key, and communication should include not just scientists with data, but also social, religious, and political leaders. Trust. This is an essential issue. And trust was broken among countries, between populations and healthcare systems, between healthcare systems and governments. I'm very sorry to say that in uh, 2025, we need to strengthen the health system. I do like that they put like it in 2025. Um, and maybe I'm wrong that it hasn't been, uh, whatever they're talking about hasn't been released yet, but you'll remember that that one lab, I can't remember where, just got busted again, or admitted, we should say, to doing gain-of-function research and making COVID extremely powerful. Remember that? Kills 80% of lab rats now. WHO needs to be a voice for the voiceless. No one is safe until all of us are safe. As of today, there have been an estimated 1 billion cases worldwide, with more than 20 million deaths, including... Oh, oh no! No, go back. Say they've had no. enough. Are you, are you kidding me right now? The regional... Sorry, guys, I clicked on the wrong video. Let's get back to the GNN lady. And we're so close. There she is. Estimated 1 billion cases worldwide, with more than 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. Countless millions are alive, but left with paralysis or brain damage. The most successful Hold on a second here. with paralysis or brain damage. What did she say? With more than 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. Countless millions are alive, but left with Hold paralysis. On. 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. So they're warning us in this video, they're game planning um, something that by the time it's killed 20 million people, it will be 15 million children. So if they can't sterilize your children, they can't abort them, they want to wipe them out with a new plague. Countless millions are alive but left with paralysis or brain damage. The most successful countries are those which invested in preparedness and trained for this. Invest in preparedness. Oh, like Canada, we're going to do good. <laughs> Remember, guys, Canada's going to do so good. This moment, years in advance. This included having full-time pandemic preparedness and response teams, which conducted detailed operational planning and routinely tested those plans through exercises and drills. If more countries had participated oh and heeded the guidance, the toll might have been much less. If you guys would just do what Bill Gates said, you'd be fine. But you didn't. Now you're all dead and all your kids are dead. That's what this video is telling you. Bless. Okay, well that was horrifying. Um, I'm really glad that I watched that so that we could all have nightmares. Do we want to see what Alex Jones finished off saying? I mean, nah, it's okay. We'll get back to me. Um, so, guys, obviously, we don't want to leave without a Bible verse. Now, I want, oh, man, I forgot my main, my main point. So, I want to go back to the Kanye thing really quick. There's something that I noticed in that interview, and Alex Jones has a theology of God that is very aberrant as well. But do you know what I listened to when I listened to um, that interview with Kanye West? I didn't focus on the anti-Semitism. You know what made me, you know what jarred me? Every time he said something that is theologically heretical, or at least aberrant. So talking, talking about Hitler... He says, Hitler was born a Christian. 
No one is born a Christian. No one is good. No, not one. No one is saved in the womb, except John the Baptist, maybe. Right? So, and even then, you still have a sin nature. But the point is this, is that you do not get converted as a baby. You're not born a Christian. Being born into a Christian household does not make you a believer. And then, talking about his wife, Kim, he keeps calling her a Christian woman and saying what she's doing is not what Christians are supposed to do. She's not a Christian woman. She's not. You saying she is doesn't make her one, Kanye. And there were tons of other ones. He read a prayer from, I think, his brother or cousin. It was complete word of faith heresy. It was, I declare this and I declare that. And there's no commentary on that. There's How about, how about this? How about you point out that there's no Christian conservatives denouncing Kanye's heresy. Instead, they're focusing on that he is saying that Jews are in charge of things, like banks, right? And like you're mad about that instead of the fact that he's literally claiming to follow Christ and is functionally a heretic at this point. Probably believes black Hebrew Israelitism. Right to the point where, when they talk about Jesus's skin color, I've heard Alex Jones, who I like him. Like, look, he should not be getting run over the coals the way he is. But the point is this: is that when he talks about Jesus, he brings up the fact that, well, it says that Jesus had burnished bronze skin, and it's like that means nothing. That's from Revelation when he's appearing in his true form, descended from heaven, fully glorified. And his skin being bronze does not mean he's black at all. It means that his skin looks like burnished bronze and his hair glows white and his eyes are fire and he has a sword coming out of his mouth that that doesn't have anything to do with him being a black guy, right? Elaine says, I would rather travel back to the 1950s than do anything that Bill Gates wants me to do. Maybe further back, like a few centuries. So, yeah, and, like, look, Elaine has this, like, American flag, like, stand with Israel thing as her profile picture. Like, I believe that Israel should be a country. But one of the main things coming, like, that just is another jumping off point for me that's not criticism of her. I believe that we should want Israel to exist in the Middle East. Um, here's the problem. Here's some of the concerns from these other guys as they go like this. You have Americans over here who have allegiance to another country, um, more so than their own country. And so they live in that, in light of that, that's, that's a concern for national security, for interests of your country, for, for your, for your national, uh, for your, for your nationality, right? Like, we want people to be, like, Canada first or America first in the, in the like, what makes a country thrive. And so if you have all these people who actually are for another country over the one that they, they live in, that's a, that's a problem, I think, right? So there's that. But I stand with the fact that Israel should exist as a country. Anyway, okay. So, Bible verse of the day, and I'm sure I've read this one before, but I just, it made me think of this stuff, and, you know, I just want people to know, um, is, Elaine says, and I want and pray that Israel is able to reclaim all of the land that the Lord gave to them. Well, Elaine, there's good news for you. When Jesus comes back and stands on the Mount of Olives, his kingdom will be expanded and Israel will be bigger than it ever has been. It will be all the land and then some, I believe. So that is something to look forward to. It's very cool. Um, Anyway, Isaiah 5, Isaiah 520, it says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light, and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. 
and I'm not applying this to Samuel. I just think the man is wrong. I, I, I'm not, I, you know, I don't, it might sound like I'm a little bit bitter. I'm, I'm not. Uh, um, I hope the man sees where he is being hypocritical. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm sure even though I disagree with him, I could do some self-reflection and look for hypocrisy. I, I could, right? But anyway, just when we look at these people, they, the people making these videos and planning these pandemic scenarios, they make it seem like what they're doing is good and righteous. And it is not. It's evil. Um, and they try to sell it to you like they're trying to help you. And that makes me sick. And it reminds me of this verse. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, right? Look at all the transgenderism stuff. How it's loving to affirm someone's gender. It is absolutely wicked to affirm anything that a, than, that a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl. And so we need to be praying for these people. We need to be praying for these wicked leaders that they would be saved and that they would follow Christ. Right? Um, no more... No more calling evil good. No more. End it. Let's end it. And so with that, guys... Uh, oh, wow. An hour and six minutes. With that, guys, we're going to end the live stream tonight, and uh, this will be uploaded as quickly as possible on the other on the other um, outlets that I normally uh, put it on. All right, guys, have a great night.